Welcome to Breaking the Barrier, a Western lifestyle podcast highlighting those breaking barriers both in and out of the arena. I'm your host, Rebel Seclocha, and today I am so excited to sit down with Donna K. Rule, NFR barrel racer, horse trainer, and a staple in the Western industry. Donna, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having us. I am so excited for this conversation for a multitude of reasons, but primarily because your can-do attitude and amazing horsemanship have taken you to incredible levels of success. So for those unfamiliar with you and your story, give us some background on your upbringing, your connection to rodeo, and maybe some of the opportunities you've had throughout your life. Oh, gosh, that would take another month to go through <laughs> all of it, but we'll, we'll hit the highlights. Uh, I, uh, I was raised by my dad, and uh, he was a, a rodeo cowboy and uh, a hard worker, of course, you know, as far as his job. And um, we always uh, horse showed or went to horse races. We roped, um, all kinds of stuff like that. So I, I was always exposed to it. It was never not that. Um, and then I went to work for a gentleman named Billy Perrin down in Antlers, Oklahoma, and his daughter had just won the world in 1977, and uh, we rode lots and lots of horses, and I learned an awful lot from Billy. And John and I got married, uh, you know, and in the middle of all that, I, I had been dating John, and uh, my job ended in Antlers, and I came to Oklahoma City, and we, uh, we got married, and we bought National Saddlery. We had a saddle shop. My husband's a saddle maker. Uh, we owned it like 30 years, and uh, two kids, and... Uh, horses and rodeo all in the midst of all of that so <laughs> <laughs> awesome so talk a little bit about your transition from saddle maker and horse trainer for most of your life to taking the leap and making runs at the nfr oh that was that's plenty exciting for sure um well you know really i i never i never thought i couldn't do it um so that was that was helpful uh i just never was uh, had the opportunity because I did have a family and kids and things. And, uh, you know, once my kids got bigger and we had sold a saddle shop, uh, in 2009 and, uh, kids grown and gone and husband was off doing, um, you know, more art. He's a, he's a bronze sculpture artist as well. So an amazing artist. And, uh, I just decided I was just going to start rodeoing and, and go ahead and buy my card and, uh, I had always, always had colts and, and horses going, but I never kept any just for myself. I trained for the public and, uh, you know, it just kind of happened to me. It was my turn, I guess. Awesome. So the 2021 NFR just wrapped up. Talk about that experience and what it was like after not being able to run last year due to COVID. Oh yeah, no, it was all fun. It was, it was really fun after having the, uh, the mess up from the COVID year and then, you know, they invited me not to, to, participate so I worked all year to go to the finals and and they didn't let me run so you know that's history it's water under the bridge it's over so when I got to the NFR this year I was just excited to be there you know and it, it's supposed to be fun if it's just continual work and you hate yourself every day when you wake <laughs> up you need to pick a different event but it was fun and my family was there my granddaughter who's seven came and just had the time of her life and uh it was great it was great it was great horses to watch and great horse women there a good group of girls this year it was a lot of fun so you have a, a pretty special partner in crime in valor tell us more about him and when you kind of knew that he was special well you know i actually 
I had a horse named Juice that had a terrible accident. Um, and I'm just going to briefly say what happened there. Somebody tied a horse to a loose panel and it ran away and caused all kinds of trouble and caused Juice to jump up in a uh, set of bleachers and nearly cut his leg off. So, uh, you know, we want to make sure people are aware that do not tie horses to a loose panel. Um, but anyway, it, it made me start riding Valor more. Um, but when I first saw him, I knew he was special uh, as far as his confirmation. And uh, he was just beautiful, kind of a Bronco Billy look with all that mane <laughs> going every direction. But uh, and he was pretty full of beans when I first got him. He was a tough one. But, you know, I knew that he was talented and um, very athletic. You just you could just feel it. Absolutely. So every horse has their quirks. Uh, what are some of Valor's that listeners might be surprised to learn? Oh, you know, he's not as quirky as some. Uh, <laughs> Juice, Juice was the quirky one. He was, he's grumpy and, uh, you know, he's, he's that old grandpa dude that, uh, you know, don't talk to me. Hey, wait, where are you going? You know, he's that guy. But uh, Valor, he's, he's probably the kindest gilding I ever rode. He, uh, he, it hurts his feelings if he didn't do it right. You can tell that he's, <laughs> you know, he wants it to be good. Um, his, his only little silly thing he does is when he gets in the trailer, he, he has to completely inspect the whole opening of the trailer. Oh, gosh. And then he'll mosey in. So it drives everybody in my family crazy. And they're like, why do you let him do that? <laughs> who he is. <laughs> oh, gosh. So uh, being on the road for long stints is hard on competitors and horses both. Um, what are some ways that you keep yourself and Valor in the best shape possible as you go down the road? Yeah, the road the road's a little rough. It it, it can be rough. Um, I think it's harder on me in the wintertime um, than it is summertime. Uh, so in the wintertime, you know, we... Uh, I don't know. We just we I just stay busy. I just ride like... My horses all get rode six days a week and something, you know, I don't drill them and hammer on them, but we do something six days a week and they get one day totally off, just left alone. Um, my horses don't stay in stalls except overnight. I put them up just so I can, you know, really do a ins good inspection on them. Um, but when I'm home, we live way out and I have a really nice uh, pasture I can ride in on a really nice long sloping hill that I can long trot up and it's excellent for conditioning. So that's at home. It's good. It's easy. Um, out, I try to find a cornfield or a pasture or somebody, you know, and let me just ride out and get them to be relaxed and not in an arena as much as I can do. So you've competed obviously at the highest level of rodeo. I guess I would just be interested to know every competitor has kind of a different strategy for managing nerves um, how do you manage yours or do those ever really become an issue for you? Well, I'm, I've been at this a really, really long time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a couple weeks short of 64 years old. So I've been doing it a while. Um, that helps. And, and gosh, don't think my heart doesn't pound when it's time to, you know, when it's go time, that's, that's not true. I, I do get, you know, it's fun. It's exciting. But, um, primarily I'm interested in horsemanship and helping my horse be as good as he can be. So, uh, you know, that focus coming off of what's around me and who's watching and who's there goes directly into, you know, trying to make my horse be as good as he can be or help him anyway, not make him, but help him. So for me, it's probably more horsemanship than it is um, trying to be faster than this one or that one. 
the world of barrel racing is continually getting more competitive and horses are getting faster. Talk about the role of horsemanship um, in the barrel racing and why that's so important. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You can go, you can go a hundred horses deep in the, you know, in the world standings and they're all incredible. Um, so your job is to manage your, your part, your equine partner as good as you can. And, um, you know, I, I don't think I'll ever know as much as I want to. Um, I learn something every day and I'll, I'll try to go ride with all different disciplines and, and understand the biomechanics of horsemanship. And, you know, it's it's a game of inches. So the more you know, the, the better you can do and the more sound you can keep your horse. So that's that's the big, important part of, of horsemanship. A continual process for sure. Uh, yeah. So you're a fan favorite, whether people are watching you in the stands or in the living room watching rodeos at home. Um, and I think grit is a word that comes to mind when I think of you and your accomplishments. Uh, what does grit mean to you, and how have you seen that manifest itself in your career? Well, you know, I really don't think about it, honestly. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I just, I, I'm determined to do what I need to do. Um, you know, I, I think improving on your skills all along and staying interested, um, you know, if you get bored, you need to, they get bored too. So you need to do fun things. And like, I, I have a little stand of trees out in my pasture that I go walk around and sometimes I'll challenge myself and back through them. Um, you know, and, and you ride when it's cold and you ride when it's hot and you ride when you kind of don't feel like it just because the end goal is to is to be the best you can be and to make that, that horse be the best he can be. So probably the grit comes from just determination of an end goal. So successful people surround themselves with successful people. I'd be interested to know who have been some of the most influential people in your journey and how they've impacted you as a competitor. Gosh, I, uh, there's so many people. <laughs> um, Billy Perrin, of course, I'm, I'm forever grateful for him for teaching me more than whip, kick, go fast. <laughs> um, you know, he, he taught me a lot about determination. We, we rode in Antlers, Oklahoma in July, 10 hours a day. So, you know, you just have to suck it up, buttercup, and, and go do it. Um, my dad, of course, uh, you know, the, for fear of disappointing my dad, I, I wanted to be the best I could be and never make a mistake. Uh, my husband and my family, I wanted to be, you know, a good role model for my kids um, Beth Cannon, uh, she went to the NFR twice and she was, she was a great help in my early career as far as like almost giving me permission to be better, be faster. Um, gosh, I'd hurt everybody's feelings if I didn't mention thousands of people, I, I, lots of people helped me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously competing at the NFR is a career highlight, but is there one particular rodeo, um, even if you didn't win the rodeo necessarily, but one particular performance that stands out in your career as being the most meaningful for you, regardless of where you ended up in, in the standings that day? That's easy. Uh, my brother-in-law, Richard Rule, we, we lost him in 2017, and he was the uh, – manager for the ranch uh, in Larimer County in uh, Colorado, and uh, people loved Richard. He was a wonderful man and a uh, bull rider, and uh, he, uh, they dedicated the Loveland Rodeo to him uh, in 2017, I think, 
and my husband and son made a great big deal to hang over the chutes and uh i won the bro i won the rodeo his stepdaughter Lindsay won the queen contest and it was the first year his oldest son stepped in and was the director for the arena director so 100 percent the loveland rodeo in 2017 so special that is so special um thank you for sharing that that's awesome so uh, switching gears a little bit if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice what would that be uh to learn more horsemanship earlier uh you know you as a young person all you see is uh gail petska going really fast or jimmy monroe going really fast or gina day going really fast at the rodeo but to if i could rewind i would learn horsemanship first and then worry about going fast you know things would have came earlier but you know they all they all happened like they were supposed to i'm sure but <laughs> yeah, i would i would learn more as we kind of head into the 2022 season what is your mindset and what are some of your goals that you have for the upcoming year um i i'd like to do better at some of the rodeos i've struggled with um you know, actually, I was awake last night thinking about Denver. What can I do to be better at Denver this year? So I um, want to do better at Denver. I want to do better at uh, Fort Worth. Uh, right there in your own backyard, you ought to be able to do good. But gosh <laughs> darn, it seems that's the hardest place to do well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I, and I think I'll just go and maybe not, you know, not go to the little bitty rodeos and, you know, travel as much. Uh, but yeah, you know, pretty much the same. Do what I can do this year and see what I have. So you've been involved in the sport for a lot of years. Um, what keeps you wanting to stay involved and wanting to be competitive? Oh, you know, I don't know that I know another way to do things. I, I don't like sitting around. I don't like, you know, I'm not big on going to the movies. I'm not <laughs> a shopper. <laughs> I just, I like to be around my horses and uh, help them improve and, you know, I, I don't know. I just, there's, there's nothing else I'd rather do, I suppose. Yeah. I find it really interesting because a lot of people pick, you know, certain things to be real particular about. But when it comes to, you know, your saddle, your pads, your, your bits, what's something that you're really particular about when it comes to your horses and taking care of them? Oh, my family could, my family could fill in all those blanks for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like my bridles hung just so. The reins have to be even. They have to be hung over the top of the rack just right. The brow band needs to be supported so it doesn't droop. <laughs> <laughs> my buckets are in the right spot, stacked a certain way. Oh, my gosh, yes. My family would just be cracking up telling you all of those things. But, yeah, I didn't know I was that particular. But apparently I kind of am. <laughs> <laughs> So as we wrap up today, what would you say is the best piece of advice that you've received throughout your career that you'd like to pass along to others? I'd probably never give up. You know, I, I, the Calvary's not coming for me. You know, my dad worked out of town and I stayed by myself all week. And when he came home, he would gather me up and the things that weren't done, he would be disappointed in. And, uh, you know, just the never quit attitude you get to be about Wednesday and you need to move hay and you're not big enough you got to figure it out so uh pretty quick you learn to cut the bales in half and move them and you know it all falls into don't give up there's a way you know you can do this is there anything that we haven't talked about so far that you'd like to share with people you know I don't really know for sure I you know go get help um 
don't be afraid to ask for help from people. Talk to us. You know, if you're a young person that's just going and you want to you want to know how how to do something, just come talk to us. We we'd love to share what we know because we love our horses and we love the rodeo. Um, we I am so grateful to my sponsors, Express Ranches, Cold Speed Feed, um, Heart Trailers, Classic. There's a whole laundry list of sponsors that I have, and uh, Dr. Amy Jurgens being so helpful. Uh, you know, gosh dang, you just can't hardly do it without without all that. So, yeah, just there's you know, and be grateful, be grateful, and be helpful, and be kind to each other. Those are things that are important to me. Well, Donna, thank you so much for spending some of your time with me today. I know time is a very valuable thing, and I'm just sure grateful that you chose to spend some of yours with me. Well, thanks. Thanks for calling me. That was 63-year-old NFR barrel racer Donna K. Rule and true champion for the Western way of life. As a reminder, new episodes in Season 2 of Breaking the Barrier will be released every Tuesday and can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. Breaking the Barrier is produced by the Rural Radio Network.